0: And this is an episode all about times of duress and basically keeping your your core strong when you are going through something really difficult, like when you're going through a shitstorm of really difficult everything. So maybe life has demanded you put yourself on managing mode and you have to take care of others for an extended period of time or you know maybe you're caring for parents or there's some sort of medical thing that's happened, and um, you're also working and you have to pay for somebody else, or et cetera, et cetera. So maybe you just can't attend to your normal self care routine and you haven't been able to for a while, and you're barely just dealing with the day to day as of now. So this is really just for you to listen to to remember yourself and remember where you are and feel your own hands and feet and be in your body again. And, and just, I guess, check in with yourself. Um, and it's, I would say, a way to take a breather and, and hopefully bring you back a tiny bit more balance um, into your life's equation. So before I start this, I just want to say to everyone, if this is you, just take a deep breath right now. One deep breath. And just start to notice your breath. So, if you're listening to this, I'm guessing things are not so simple in your life right now. And in those times, it can be really easy to forget just to f- to identify your body and your and your breath in your body. Um, we just it's like our heads are like a balloon that just kind of floats away and stays away from our body, and we're just so in thoughts all the time because of how much we have to juggle. So that can exacerbate the sense of chaos that we feel. So just as always, a, a good rule of thumb, check back in with your body and then feel yourself in your body, first and foremost, before your thoughts. That's just a nice little reset. And know that you're only in one place at a given time. Um, and it might feel like there are so many things pulling at you from different directions in your head. But a lot of that is just the thoughts and the the chaos in your actual head. So it's more about recognizing like I can only exist in one single moment in one single place at a given time. So just for right now recognize in this very moment how noisy your particular head is. Just check in. What are the thoughts? How many are there? I'll give you a minute. So that helps as well, sometimes just acknowledging the noise and separating from it and just seeing like it's a stage, you know, this empty stage, and they're just dashing across and everyone's screaming in different directions. So that's just a way to acknowledge what normally might drive you unconsciously. So remember, there's still air in the room. Things are not as trying and overwhelming when you just focus on an individual moment. All right. From that point, let us proceed. And also I just want to say high fives because you're a saint and you're doing a shit ton and that's like you probably don't get a lot of congratulations from anybody. You're probably barely keeping up and like it seems like a thankless job or a thankless position to be in permanently. So I want to say congrats for being amazing and and being a high-functioning person. That's a lot just to exist as you are right now. All right, here we go. Three parts. First part is the what. Well, we kind of covered it, but the shitstorm part of life when time is short, access to balance has been gone, and you're in that state of mind when you think, I don't know how long I can do this, this feels impossible. Or maybe you're not thinking anything to yourself. You're just going through the laundry list of things you have to do constantly. And you're feeling like there is no reprieve in sight. Part two, the why. Well, a lot of the stress and exhaustion comes down to the juggling aspect. When we have to deal with too many different factors, we run out of blood glucose faster. So glucose is drained by having to make choices. So the more choices you have to make, the less glucose you have, the less, less tolerance, the less capacity you have, the, the less intelligent, uh, reflective self you have. So basically, the more drained and stressed you are, the less you, you are, you're like, uh, you, you go into survival mode. So then what most of us do is we start to compensate by doing hard resets to release stress, like we'll take shots at the end of the day or we'll eat junk food or we'll just rage we'll rage at people on the freeway or we just get a short fuse and then we start to feel really run down and like we get one-dimensional it just becomes like um, we become like animals in a weird way so when you're suffering and when you're overwhelmed it's really important that you are active in the process of helping yourself despite the overwhelm. You can change quite a bit of your life just by changing your perspective about your life and your conditions. So taking mental steps to react less severely to the stressor, and instead taking a higher position of detachment, like aka, this is just what is right now, and it will not destroy me. And there's, I'm kind of powerless in many ways. Um, and then also ownership, aka, I am surfing this wave of chaos right now, and I'm doing it awesomely. So with a anybody that has like a really serious mental illness, if they feel empowered in managing their illness, they can endure the worst kind of suffering. So the same goes for you in this moment in your life. If you are Um, active, and you have a sense of agency uh, in the face of this, just overwhelm, then it will feel much less overwhelming, less painful to you. It's just reminding yourself to shift your perspective back to, I'm in the driver's seat, I have a steering wheel, and I'm pressing on the gas, I'm the driver, versus this is a wave crashing down upon me. Because you are very much owning the situation. It just, it feels, and sometimes it's like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I can't deal with this. I can't, everything is just, like, you. Get, it's easy to get into the victim state, even though you are very much the driver. So the most important thing I want you to take away is when you're in this state, you are compromised on many fronts, obviously, but most relevant to this episode is the glucose department your blood sugar will change everything in your entire being it changes your yourself your your personality is a totally different personality depending on um, your energy and then also how much you've slept so that's when you have low blood glucose day becomes the blackest darkest night So that's more than anything, just something for you to recognize when this factor is really just puppeting you so that you can separate from it and just see that it exists and see that it is a factor and not allow it to speak for you. It kind of feels like a little angry child is screaming inside of your head. Because when we are really overwhelmed and taxed, We go into this autopilot state, and it's easy to just operate from that screaming child personality, um, where we feel like our kind of base level selves. So just a mental shift can help alleviate that and remind you, oh, wait, that's not me. Oh, wait, this is my clouded, overwhelmed view of the world. It's not actually accurate to my own state of empowerment in the world right now. Which brings me to part three, the how the tools. Um, So in general, I would say, remember to focus on your strengths, and everybody around you strengths, and all the things you are doing really well, rather than your shortcomings and what are what is not going well because you you often it's easy to lose sight with with what we're doing so perfectly we always want to ask more of ourselves we always focus on like I fucked this thing up and I missed that one and like ah this didn't go right but it's like everything's pretty okay I, I mean they're way more okay than we feel like they are at any given time we tend to overreact to the negative things and not feel uh complete ownership of the good things. It's like when you hit bottom or when things get really, really terrible, that's when you realize how well you were actually doing at any given moment in your life. So that's kind of what I want to remind you of in several of these tools, but just that's a way to, that's a place to start. All right, so the first tool is called Tantrum Television. So this is the angry child I mentioned. So if you're stressed and you're also sleep deprived, you probably have a screaming kid in your brain. So the little kid, just so you can identify it, the little kid wants to criticize everything around you. The kid wants to complain, wants to poke and prod and say everything is less than and bothersome and this person didn't do this right and like, oh, they're doing that and like, oh, I hate that this is done and the little kid also feels like put upon and like everything's unfair and that they're getting slighted. And it's kind of funny, really. It's just such a predictable voice, this little child. Um, But it doesn't need to actually control your view of the world or your actual voice as an adult. So this is just a filter for you to use and simply step back and watch it. Watch it rant, hear all of its like poking and proddings and there it goes. Wow, it's hating a lot today. And remember, That's not you. You still have an active choice, even though that is like the yelling that's going on in your head. It'll feel like yelling. You actually can separate from it and be like, I'm going to be a calm, kind person today. I'm going to act from a calm place, despite this like annoying child that's screaming in your head. The second tool, I would say this is a uh, a mantra, just a rule of thumb for right now, I want you to use it as often as possible. Reduce one thing. Whatever is going on, let one thing go. Anything that's normally going to be like a priority for you that you feel like I really should do this and this is important, leave a mess behind. Give yourself permission. Um, Know that you can deal with something at a later point. And if you're handling a lot of things simultaneously, maybe decide for yourself, uh, I'm not going to do any vacuuming for this week, whatever it is, embrace the imperfection of allowing yourself to simplify your schedule. Make it worth it to just relieve yourself in one single way. And it might be really hard for you. You might be like one of those people that feels relaxed when everything's perfect or feels more in control when um, you've made your bed or when your laundry's all folded. But just use this whenever you can comfortably use it and try and embrace it. Just do I really have to cook? Maybe I'm going to microwave something. Maybe I'm going to order something. Maybe I'm just going to reduce one thing on my plate just for today. Um, and commend yourself when you're able to do that. I know it's really easy to get into a habit of like being a martyr. You know, when you're, when you're a caregiver and when you are a uh, used to shouldering so much work, we start to say to ourselves like, I can do better and I don't, ha- I, I, I shouldn't, this is not worth it. You know, we, we put ourselves last and it becomes like a pervasive way of being. So celebrate yourself if you can reduce one thing from your plate. The next tool I have for you is kind of a perspective. Um, it's a way to get perspective back if you feel like you're getting overwhelmed Or you're feeling like dooming and glooming and like you start to feel the weight a lot of whatever's going on in your life. Try on someone else's head. So basically think of someone you know or have known and try on their head for a while. For example, I like to put on my grandma's head and her head during World War II and she was alone and had babies and when I put on that head and I picture where I am and I picture, like, all the stuff that's going on in my my life and I think, oh, my husband's at war, I remember, like, oh, I'm totally fine. I'm right now in this moment safe. Everything in my life is pretty okay. I have food. I have a roof over my head. In this immediate moment, I just feel really overwhelmed. But all of those things are not going to hurt me. They're just really stressing me out. So. I would recommend choosing someone else that has endured something that was remarkable to you. Um, And if you can't think of a person you know, then I would try on a historical figures head or somebody that you admire. So the next tool I have is called bubble blowing, or distilling the moment. So when you're really, really stressed all the time and you're just in a managing mode and you're going about a shit ton of things every day. These are just little ways that you can ground yourself like manually or deliberately. So in any given place you're at, just look around your environment and focus on one organic thing or one very beautiful thing. And remember, just take it as like a little, like you've blown a bubble around yourself like Glenda the Good and you're stepping inside that bubble. And it's just a moment for you to check in and like, almost like grounding, you know, a wire or something like you're grounding yourself to that moment, and saying to yourself, everything is okay. The world is a beautiful place. Um, Isn't nature remarkable? Like, wow, this is this thing that's growing, this flower is growing in front of me. Don't look past this very second. So the I recommend organic things just because it's nice to almost like connect to the energy of the thing and like witness the stillness of the thing. Um, And it also actually is a ratio – it brightens your day and it brings more beauty into your day if you're in like a habit of, you know, being inside doing paperwork for hours and hours. Um, And, you know, it's the juggling and the overwhelm and – The feeling like it's never going to end, like looking too far in the future that makes everything feel impossible. It's like when we start to look down the path. So try not to do that. That's when you start to feel like, holy shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. So in this very minute, in this very moment, in this bubble, everything is fine. Okay, and the next tool is called give the gift of needing someone. Um, I want you to imagine that this is a actual physically wrapped gift with ribbon, a ribbon around it. When you ask for help, when you ask somebody to do something, um, you give them a gift. You give them a physical gift because there is so much power in acts of service. There's so much value that people feel. Um, In giving something or doing something, they feel like they've contributed. Even if it takes them a lot longer and they do it not well, (laughs) they feel like better about themselves. Even if they can't even tell that, that's just a true thing. So when you allow others to try hard in any shape or form, especially for you, you give them a sense of worthiness. It might not be as fun for you, but in the act of passing on some responsibility or asking others to help you and be there for you, um, it, you're making others feel really good and you're also bonding to them. You're, you're bringing in like intimacy and um, it's really helpful to just have others involved in your situation just in case you really, really need to ask for help. So just having touch points outside of your immediate self. Because it's really easy to feel like we have to do everything ourselves or else. And we get into habits of doing everything ourselves. And that's when we start to drown. Because we say, like, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, until you're just running yourself into the ground. So I want you right now to just actually scan your environment in your in your mind and see if there's someone or something you are robbing from another person. Like, ask, can I, am I removing opportunity of someone else to allow them to feel whole? Is there something that I can allow somebody else to do for me? Um, And just think about that throughout the day. For example, could somebody else get groceries for you? Could somebody else help you uh, fill out paperwork? Could somebody else give you a back massage? Etc. You're giving them a gift by asking. Cool. Okay. The next tool I have is called daily snowy breathing, or minty breaths. (laughs) Um, So this is like a visualization. Uh, So it's really, really common for people like in this state, just to stop breathing. Like you, you might find yourself (laughs) Not that you're not taking in an oxygen, but you probably are very like shallow, you know, very taking short, very shallow breaths. So throughout your day, I just want you to designate several moments when you catch yourself not breathing. Like you might be in the car and be like, oh, I'm not, my chest is not moving. Just to use that as an opportunity to come back to your body and take slow big, deep breaths in and out where you're extending your kind of your gut part of your stomach. Um, And as an added layer to this visualization, imagine it's like when you're in the snow and the air is really cold. It's like that kind of breathing where it's like icy in your throat. It's like that kind of pure cold, that kind of nice breath. And if you live in the snow, you can do ocean breathing. Um, Okay, cool. And then the next tool I have is called take a soul shower. Um, <laughs> if that sounds gross for any reason, then I'm going to say a mental shower. I don't know. I guess they both kind of sound weird. Soul shower. It's still soul shower. Okay. So I want you to stage an event that allows you to mentally reset your energy. So basically stepping outside of the shitstorm that is your life currently for the sole purpose of bringing new energy into your world and into your being. So for example, have dinner with one friend and dress up. Make yourself go out to one of your old haunts and be around things that are beautiful. Um, Playhouse, almost. So even though you don't have the time, you don't have the energy, stage some sort of me-centric outing and almost like, you know, it's a holiday. Make it like a deliberate, I'm pressing the giant energy reset button. Because when you're in a state of gloomy sameness, you really forget yourself in the context of your other normal routine identity like what makes up you as an individual it just when we stop acting as ourselves and we stop being in the the routine of who we are we lose sight of who that person is that's why it's really important to check in with those things even if you don't have the time or energy or it feels like it's inconvenient because what happens is when you leave that whatever outing it is, I recommend something with old friends or something with friends that know you really well. That helps a lot. Just bring all the color back into those parts of your brain. When you leave those hangouts or when you leave those, let's say it's like a yoga class and you never ever go to yoga anymore or something like that, you feel like, oh, that's who I am. I forgot. You remember all of these other things that make up your life and the real world outside of the current situation, which is actually temporary, just feels like it's not. Okay, and the next tool I have is called the day night experiment. And this is for perspective, if you're starting to feel really overwhelmed. So I want you to look around at your life. And now I want you to strip away everything in your mind piece by piece. So one by one, all, you know, the furniture, your clothes, your car, your job. Imagine you have nothing and you're living in squalor. So picture yourself now with no running water, no food, no electricity, and you are cold. So just mentally put yourself there. Imagine that state of just having nothing, having no one. So remember, this is, (laughs) I know you're like, "Uh, thanks, I'm super bummed now. Why did you do that? This is just a visualization I do sometimes because it's really helpful to know there is always someone that has it harder. There's always a situation that is way harder. And perspective is everything. Even when you are miserable, there is relief to be had or strength to be gained in just remembering your haves and not your nots. So this is really about being deliberate in your state of gratitude, including all the chaos that you get to deal with because you are an empowered person, because you are a smart person, because of how many people you know and have in your life, because of how much you've built with your life. It's not about how truly difficult your life is. It's just you are choosing to be an empowered person who kicks ass. And that is because you're awesome. And you have many, many gifts in your life. So the chaos is actually a product of a lot that is great in your life. So that's more of a mental exercise, because I feel like sometimes it can truly help. You can look at your life totally differently depending on just the chair you're sitting in. So I hope those help. I hope they're practical. I know there's, it's hard to to take things and use them when you're so drained and so taxed. But I'm hoping maybe one or two of these seep in in your subconscious and then they apply in the moment they might help. So before I close, I want to thank my latest sponsors. Aldana, I saw your name pop up. Thank you so much. Um, You're one of my new monthly sponsors. I hope you're doing awesomely. And Marlena, you made an amazing donation. Thank you so much and another new monthly donor, Ashley, and Rachel on Patreon. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate you guys so much, and you're very much helping me make this show. So if anyone out there has the means, donations really help me do this work. They pay for a lot of the books I buy and all that good stuff. And um, you help me make my dreams come true. And if you don't have the means, if you have time to review me on iTunes, that also helps me quite a bit because it helps me reach more people that might need this. So in closing, remember, this time is not forever. It might feel like it, but this is just for right now. And everything changes in ways you cannot anticipate. So just don't anticipate because you're probably wrong. I would say you're most definitely wrong. We can't know our future. It's and that's a blessing. It's a good thing. We if we got to decide the future, we would always be shorthanded. So remember that you are living with integrity with all of yourself. And that is difficult. And it's impressive. Each day you move through, you are a champion, you won. When the sun goes down, and you're going to sleep, high five, because you killed it just by getting through today. So whatever happens moving forward, If you misstep or one thing doesn't go the way you plan, forgive yourself readily. Forgive yourself immediately. Embrace the imperfect during this time. And celebrate the moments of lightness and silliness. Like squeeze them and hold on to them. Savor the shit out of them as much as you possibly can. Any moments that you can just be at peace or giggle, that I want you to just just draw a heart shape around it in your mind because that is the stuff of life that is really what we take home with us it's what we remember the most and you can have more of them um, just by making them important to yourself important to yourself so i hope this helps and uh good luck (laughs) i send you my love and don't forget to smile